of the OK Drama Podcast, where two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. We are back with episode seven of mm-hmm. Descendants of the Sun, and we, again, ended on another big cliffhanger. Yes, always, always. So I'm excited to get right to the episode. We're going to start with the synopsis from Kokoa. Mm-hmm. Um, it says... Shijin and Moyan are working hard to save people's lives at the disaster site. Shijin and Moyan face a crisis in the ruins that the earthquake created. Dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. I like how it just leaves everybody else out. That's also <laughs> working tirelessly to save I know. people. <laughs> the, the Kokoa guy was like, um, you know what? Basically, people are working hard. That's like all yeah. it really says. Yeah. The Hulu synopsis is. At a rescue site where a momentary decision and choice means a matter of life and death, Shijin and Moyan face a crisis. What choices will they make? Will they be able to rescue everyone? Hmm. I love um, how Hulu is, they always have like these existential questions. Yes, yes. <laughs> they really want you to think deeply before starting the episode. Mm-hmm. We start episode seven with Shijin tying Moyan's boots. And remember, at this point, they haven't spoken since he ghosted her mm-hmm. when he went back to mm-hmm. Korea for his dad. So at this point, he's letting he's letting her know that he was thinking about her, that he regrets leaving without seeing her, how he was hoping she wasn't hurt, and he tells her to take care of herself during this whole, as the synopsis said, like disaster <laughs> crisis situation. And this is where episode six ended, but... In the episode 7 beginning, the I Love You song is playing really loud. Like, I think this is the loudest any song has ever been (laughs) in the show, right? I would agree, yeah. Anyway, I was just like, the moment is so beautiful, I said, I just want them to kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I noted that visually, it's a really beautiful scene. Like, it's very dark around them, but then there's Mm -hmm. also, like, this glowing bright reddish-orange color around them as well. Mm-hmm. It just looks really nice. The cinematography is very good there. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, it's... The show, I think, is, <clears throat> like, the composition and just, like, everyone... Everything looks so good. Yeah, I agree. Um, at this point, the disaster site has calmed down, and now they're basically just looking for people inside of the rubble. And Richard is there, and he's bothering Sada Young about digging near the office. He wants to get in the office where those fucking jewels are and shit, those diamonds. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're basically telling him, like, no, dude, we can't. It's unstable. Shit can happen. This is not a good thing. You need to fucking get out of here. But it's still just like he's coming back and forth. And I'm getting so irritated at this point Mm -hmm. because he has zero authority to be there at this point. He's not hurt. He's not a soldier. Mm-hmm. He's not a fucking doctor or a nurse. Like, why are you there? If you can fucking walk and talk and you're okay, mm-hmm. get out. Yeah. And I, I hate that they keep entertaining him. Mm-hmm. It's fucking pissing me off at this point. I kind of want to be like, just like put, detain him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. You put Shijin in the shed for letting doctors yeah. operate on someone. Like, surely you can just handcuff or lock this guy up especially somebody who's coming into this dangerous situation like Mm -hmm. not only can he himself get hurt but he can cause one of the soldiers to get hurt one of the doctors or nurses you know because he's just his behavior is so absolutely ridiculous and it's all just me 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 and it's fucking pissing me off yeah it's again hard to watch yes (laughs) at this point also the alpha team is trying to find signs Mm -hmm. of survivors and um they get their little camera thing up in there, and they find people. Then we cut to manager Go, who was like the construction site manager, mm-hmm. and the impaled dude from last time. And again, mm-hmm. this whole earthquake situation is really hard to watch yeah. at some points. And so the impaled guy just keeps saying, it hurts, uh, in English. like, And he's, he's just kind of like staring blankly. Uh-huh. He can't move. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't like it. I, I don't know. like watching And that. then he says... It kind of seems like he learned Korean work phrases, mm-hmm. so he just keeps saying, like, hurry, hurry in Korean, mm-hmm. and then it hurts, and oh, it just, like, mm-hmm. gives me the chills almost to look at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. So, the guys that are trapped above Manager Go and the local guy, mm-hmm. they hear them talking beneath them, so I guess there's, like, levels. It almost seems like, I think, Manager Go and the local impaled guy got like taken down yeah. and then 
some sort of rubble or maybe like the basement or something got on top of them. So they're yeah, like there's levels. a weird layering situation yeah. happening. So the guys above them um, hear them and they let the alpha team know like, hey, there are people down here too, like mm-hmm. beneath us. So again, Richard is butting in and telling the alpha team soldiers that they need to forget about the trapped people <laughs> because they probably won't be able to save them. And so instead, they should go to the office, basically saying, like, look, you guys aren't going to get in there. It's a lost cause. Mm-hmm. Like, just... Just those, help me. Yeah. I think he says something along the lines of, like, um, they're, they're basically already dead or something like that. He's, like, so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I can't. I can't with him. So, Shijin and Richard start exchanging words about who's actually in charge of the situation. Um, basically, Richard is saying, well, I'm the manager of the power plant, so I get to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in charge. And then Shijin's like, I'm the commander at the disaster site. That makes me in charge. And then he kicks him out and basically asks what bastard is letting him, like, come back. And that's the moment where Shijin, as the main authority, should be like, fucking lock him up. Yeah. Get him out of here. Mm-hmm. Because obviously he's a problem. Exactly. Ugh. So at this point, Shijin and Sazayang are trying to figure out how to basically make an opening for the Alpha Team soldiers to get to the trapped people. And they're doing kind of like shots of them working on things, mm-hmm. like trying to figure out the best option and they decide to use airbags but fill them with water and then they start pumping stuff up and they get started yeah i thought that was interesting i've never actually thought about what a rescue team does yeah in this situation like they help people okay Mm. but like what do they do and so i don't know if that's like an actual thing Mm -hmm. that that people do they have like giant airbags and water-filled airbags like i have no idea it looked really cool and interesting and like holy shit like wow i know like in the the level of i don't know like the thinking on your feet to be like let's just put water in and him saying like and then we'll go in and reinforce it with beams damn okay (laughs) that's cool you are smart yeah (laughs) (laughs) and at this point on the other end with the medical staff everything is kind of shit Mm -hmm. um cars are broken down there's only one that's working uh they're having a hard time transporting patients to the medicube phones are still down they can't communicate with people uh kim kibum comes and he gives them walkie talkies and tells them that the amazing dr daniel is trying to get into the medicube to save a local from the village so he hands Moyan the walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. and she's always pretty badass in these moments. Mm-hmm. Like, she has her shit together, even mm-hmm. if she maybe doesn't feel like it. Yeah. And she basically tells the, the guy who's in charge, like, you need to make sure the patient... Or she tells D- Dr. Daniel, sorry, you need to make sure that the patient lives so that he can sue you for malpractice. Um, and she tells the other doctor, um, are you going to let... Are you only going to treat patients after they've made an appointment? Because yeah. he's saying, like, Dr. Daniel can't come in here. Mm-hmm. He's not authorized, this mm-hmm. and that. And he needs to do this. He's yeah. somebody who's trained to do this. Let him do his job. And someone's, like, basically bleeding out in front yeah, of him. Yeah, like, what do you... Well, fucking help this person. Yeah. It's kind I, of crazy. I love how she, like, throws him the joke about malpractice. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the other guy was saying something, like... His reasoning was, you're not authorized, and if something happens, and they can see uh-huh. you or whatever, and just like, I think the person would rather live. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I think it's really cute, too, because since they're using the military channel on the mm-hmm. walkie-talkies, Shijin can hear them, and he he doesn't have, like, a big grin or anything on his mm-hmm. face, but you can just, like, see him listening, and he looks kind of, like, pleased yeah. with himself, I guess, or with the whole situation. Yeah, that she's handling shit. And- uh-huh. But still, like, kind of... Not upbeat, but taking it in stride. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so then again, fucking Richard mm-hmm. uh, comes by the Alpha team as they're blowing up the airbags to get in to save the trapped workers. And I said, honestly, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So Shijin goes in because basically what they did is they, using the airbags, they mm-hmm. like lifted up these like 
I'm assuming concrete slabs. Mm-hmm. And so it made a little hole for them. For a tiny person yeah. to go through. <laughs> so Shijin, being the tiniest, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Shijin bravely goes crawling in, and the guys stabilize the entrance area. <laughs> Again, they wrote, it's a good thing he's so small. <laughs> so they save the trapped people on the first level. Uh, But those workers, again, let them know that Manager Go is still trapped underneath. Mm -hmm. So Mo-Yan... Okay, so that's one situation. Then we cut to Mo-Yan finding Myung-Ju and the young nurse, and they're having trouble with a patient who needs emergency surgery. Mm -hmm. And so again, they're kind of saying, like, all the cars are broken, like, this guy needs to have surgery now, they can't fly him with the helicopter because he won't make it. So Mo-Yan... Um, suggests that they do surgery, like, at the site. And Myungju is kind of, like, freaking out, but they, like, you know, she's thinking about it. Yeah. And then Moyeon does this thing because basically the guy's heart stops. Yeah. And she, like, bangs on his chest with her fist. A handful of times. (laughs) Yeah, like, basically punching him, but, like, not, I guess, with her knuckles, but with the heel or something of her fist. And she gets his heart to start again. And I was thinking, like, this is another Mythbusters thing that I'd like to... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I have no clue if that fucking works or what that does. Mm-hmm. But those were some hard punches. Mm-hmm. I know, I, like, I've seen in other movies or dramas or whatever when someone's like, come on! And, like, you know how, yeah, like, people yeah, are, yeah. like, just, like, come back, come back! And, you know, then the person, like, uh-huh. springs back to life. So... I mean, I guess if it wouldn't be a thing in movies if it... <laughs> that sounds know. dumb. Yeah, I don't know. We'll probably Google that later. Yeah. Or someone can tell us. My obsessive Google. <laughs> Myungju is also freaking out over the fact that they're about to do surgery on this man in this dirty, dusty area mm-hmm. where it's totally unsafe and unsanitary to do so. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I just like go back to ridiculous situations in like, the Mr. Bean movie when the M&M, like, falls into the guy when he's oh, getting God. surgery. And he's, like, digging through trying to get the M&M. And then there's a Seinfeld episode that's very yes. similar with, like, Junior Mints. he's standing over <laughs> the Yeah, they're, like, like all watching. Theater. Oh, my God. So that's what came to my yeah. mind, just snacks falling into bodies. <laughs> and this time it would just be dirt, but whatever. Yeah, so bad. So at this point, um, Kim Ki-bum is still going around giving people walkie-talkies, trying to be useful. He's so cute. I know. He, I think I wrote at some point, like, he's turned into such a good boy. Mm-hmm. He's so helpful and yeah. he just wants to, like... He wants to be useful. Yeah, he wants to please everybody. Mm-hmm. And so at one point... Oh, so he still has his arm in a sling because mm-hmm. he The refrigerator. Looked, yeah, the, the refrigerator <laughs> fell on him. So um, he's a little bit clumsy because he's not used to, I guess, like, mm-hmm. having a cast or whatever, and... He knocks over stuff, um, and I don't know. It's just kind of awkward and sad because the nurses are like, dude, like, get the fuck out of here, basically. (laughs) You're not going to be helpful, leave. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know why I wrote this here, but I said, I don't know the age difference, but I feel like there's chemistry between Kim Ki-bum and the young nurse. Mm -hmm. Like, the way they look at each other. I don't know if you remember when Ki-bum went to, like, say hi to Mo-Yan when she first got there. Mm-hmm. and yeah, the, the bit. young nurse uh-huh. was there too and she's like wow it's you again mm-hmm. and like whenever they're around each other I feel like they both look happier uh-huh. so maybe that was just some I like, could see that definitely off screen chemistry they both they both seem very young like around the same age yeah I'm just like if she's already a nurse <clears throat> she must be at least in her early 20s mm-hmm. and if he was like I don't know I don't know Who the knows? Timeline. Yeah. Their love story isn't really important. Yeah. <laughs> this is just in my mind. This is going to be some fanfic later. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> our, our mini eps. <laughs> we can keep them fanfic. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so then we cut to Lee Chi Hoon, the young doctor. He finds a woman whose leg is fucked. And I don't really understand what's wrong with her leg. Mm-hmm. But we just know it's not good because... She is, like, wincing, and she keeps kind of grabbing at her leg. And so, I mean, he's a doctor, so he knows what's wrong with it. But <laughs> he keeps trying to um, give her a shot to um, of, like, anesthesia to numb the leg so he can do whatever he needs to do. 
and she keeps like knocking it out of his hand or like pushing his hand away so that he won't give her the shot. And at first he thinks it's because like she's afraid of getting shots. <laughs> and I uh, it frustrates me so much. Just so they're talking in their own languages. And yeah. I hate that like not being able to communicate. It just frustrates me so yeah. much. And so after a while she like pulls out a picture of her ultrasound mm-hmm. and she's like, "No, I have a baby." And he's like, "Oh, pregnant?" But I wrote down, they keep saying the word baby in mm-hmm. English. Or like... Yeah, she's saying like, le baby. Yeah. Le baby. <laughs> baby. Le baby. Baby. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Chi Hoon speaks English. Uh-huh. How is he not understanding baby? Because then he says pregnant like, in a pretty good accent. <laughs> so, and then he like does the thing. Like, yeah. He's like miming around belly. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm like... How do you not understand she's yeah, saying baby? baby. <laughs> At that baby. point, um, he doesn't give her that anesthetic. And instead, it's some sort of like popping motion of her legs. I don't know if something like fell on her leg or she fell like running away or something. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like something in her leg was broken. And all you hear is just long drawn out horrible cracking mm-hmm. and loud screaming. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking awful. And I can't imagine being in that position Mm-mm. in that amount of pain. No. Yeah, terrible. Um, While that is happening, some British reporters come by and they want to interview people. And they run into Kim Ki-bum, who doesn't speak English. So he's trying to do his very best in helping them and trying to find somebody for them to talk to that does speak English. Um, He tries to explain that he's a soldier. And he's miming being a soldier by, like, going, (laughs) like, shooting a gun. (laughs) And you noted, like, all he's done is cook. At least that's what we've seen is just him cooking, like, tofu feasts and other cute (laughs) things. Like, I have not seen him with a gun, so I don't know. But I guess in his imagination, that's... That's what a soldier is. That's that's the soldier he is. Mm -hmm. But um, he tries to find Martin, the reporter, people to interview. He finds Nurse Ha, and uh, Martin goes up to her, and she basically just yells at him, I'm busy. I love her face. (laughs) I'm busy. (laughs) She just goes off like, get the fuck away. Um, Kim Ki-bum is also calling Martin an American, but he's British, or he at least sounds very British, uh-huh. which is cute. Dr. Song comes by, and he's he's telling him, like, oh, he's a doctor, he's a doctor, he can, mm. he can talk to you. And he's telling him, like, this is a reporter, he wants to talk to somebody. And <laughs> Dr. Song looks at him, and he just says, I'm not good at English, so I beg your pardon. <laughs> it's like the clearest English ever, which is so funny. And then um, he hears on the radio that he's needed at the Medicube, so he jumps into their news van and tells Martin, like, take me to the hospital and I'll do an interview. Mm-hmm. Which is really, really great moment of him just being super badass. I know. And I that know. guy Martin is just like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey. And he's like, okay. I guess. Yeah, I wrote Pretty Baller Move for yeah. Dr. Song. So Kim ki says, wow, cool. <laughs> Looking, like, really impressed. And then Nurse Ha's still there. And she says, he's normally useless, but he's pretty useful as a doctor. (laughs) I love them. Yeah, I do too. So then Kim Ki-bum hears over the radio that someone is in need of AB blood. So he responds to the call. And at this point, Kim Ki-bum is having a really good episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's very involved. Yeah, he's in a lot of scenes. I feel feel happy for him. Mm -hmm. Yehwa, Yehwa, I think that's Yehwa. She gets him hooked up. That's Dr. Daniel's. Mm -hmm wife slash comrade (laughs) and um basically he's supplying the guy that they're doing emergency surgery on with blood um because they don't have blood bags yeah and that's the one that myungju and moyan are yes yeah myungju and moyan are like getting ready to operate on this guy and then at that time shijin finds moyan and he tells her that she he needs her all these like pronouns yeah he she yeah basically shijin needs moyan and it's urgent. And I think it's kind of sweet because she looks scared and asks if he's hurt. But, like, obviously he's not hurt because he came over and w- walked yeah, into you. It's totally fine. Yeah. But anyway, you can tell that, like, she cares about him. Mm-hmm. So he takes her to manager Go, who is still not in great <laughs> shape. Um, he can't feel his legs. And when he tries to move his legs, nothing happens. Um, but he's still really nice. And he tells her that he's not in pain anymore <laughs> since he got to see her. Which I was thinking about that, and old guys kind of creep me out. 
So I'm wondering, like, like the the scene plays like he's a sweet dude. Yeah. But at the same time, I was thinking, like, if you break it down, there's like a dude who's like being crushed, and he's like, oh. I'm not in pain anymore because now so you're here. here and you're pretty. Yeah. Like, yeah. You. I don't know. There's so many moments in the show where I'm like, if I was in that situation and if someone said that to me, I would be like creeped out. And, and totally I'd be, like, offended. Yeah. Like, dude, don't talk to me that way. Yeah. But in the show, it's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Like, I guess that's. He's on the verge of dying. So <laughs> yeah. let, let him get his last good looks at a pretty lady. I guess. <laughs> well, he can't. Ugh. So yeah, so anyway, they're talking about how he's happy she's there, basically. Mm-hmm. And then Mo Yan asks Shijin when they'll be able to lift the concrete off of Manager Go. And then Shijin tells her that she needs to see some uh, something else. So then he takes her to the local guy that was impaled. And she starts treating <sighs> him too. And she tells him that he needs to stay still because he's lucky that the metal missed his heart, but it could still hit his spine. Mm-hmm. So, again, he keeps asking if he's going to die, which is poor oh, guy. God, this poor so guy. awful. And um, this whole sequence with the local guy, Moyan is speaking in English, mm-hmm. and she's, I guess the actress, Song Hikyo, is really good at yeah. English, I think. So, um, Moyan tells Shijin that they need to cut the metal off to transport him to the OR, and then he looks, like, really serious, and he says that they need to talk, just the two of them. So, like I said, he's looking pretty somber, and he's explaining to her that the two sides are connected. So basically, if they raise the concrete off of the manager, it will also raise the iron frame, which will basically, like, fuck up the impaled guy. Ugh. And they, mm-hmm. they show they it. They show it, Ugh. yeah. I yeah. hate it, I hate it. Okay. But if they cut the frame off so that they can get the guy off, basically the balance mm-hmm. of Gets the off. load, yeah, and the concrete will then crush manager go. So it's really intense <laughs> and the just as only one of them can survive. So according to emergency protocol, Mo Yan as the lead doctor needs to make the choice on who to save, mm-hmm. which is super shitty. Like I could not <laughs> deal with that. And then at this point they do this like really gnarly split screen that shows both of the guys like <laughs> side by side, both in pain, mm-hmm. like wincing and at like right towards the end, you just hear like the impaled guy go, ee, like really in pain. It's so terrible. Yeah, overall, I know we're like both kind of laughing, but I think that's more of like an uncomfortable, nervous laugh. Yeah, it, it's definitely um, nervous laughter. Like I'm not laughing at him being in pain. It's terrible. Overall, it's really sad. It's really depressing, and I think this is one of the hardest episodes that we've had to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you feel so bad for both people and the ultimate demise of one of them. Mm-hmm. And I just can't even imagine having to make that decision, having to be the person in charge of that. Like, I don't know how, as a person, you do that and feel okay with either decision, you know? Yeah. Like, no matter what, somebody's going to die. Yeah. Ugh, it's tough. I don't know. Yeah, and I I think that at one point she's like, that's just not an option. Like, she tells she's been like, no we need to try to save both of these mm-hmm. people. Like, letting someone die is not an option, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. In this situation, yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, so he basically tells her that the rescue team will be ready in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And she tells him and Snoopy that she needs 10 minutes, too, to think about it. Mm-hmm. And Snoopy's being kind of mean with her again and saying, <laughs> we don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. And she just tells her, like, go ahead and take it. Mm-hmm. Make your decision. Do what you need to do. And then again, we have fucking Richard coming in pestering Shijin. And you noted here that Shijin is being too patient with him. Mm-hmm. And I completely agree. I am so sick of him. I can't. I can't deal with him anymore. Mm-hmm. So Richard triggers Shijin to go into a patriotic speech, which we've heard quite a few times mm-hmm. between mostly him and Moyan. But he's basically telling him that... He will work his hardest to protect people in danger, even if it is a jerk like Richard. And if the documents in the office are so important, then he can go dig them up himself. He hands him a shovel. Mm -hmm. And Richard kind of freaks out. Mm -hmm. And he's basically telling him, like, you made a big mistake and blah, 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 blah. And at that point, intensity ensues Mm -hmm. because a giant pipe falls down. Mm -hmm. Everybody starts freaking out. Shijin being the fucking hero 
like grabs Richard mm-hmm. and covers him. The pipe hits his back mm-hmm. and then um, it falls down. All the other soldiers are kind of freaked out. Mm-hmm. And then um, we see like commotion happening because there's a live wire mm-hmm. at the bottom and she didn't think it all fast, shoots this piece of concrete at the top and it falls on top of it, mm-hmm. which is really intense. Like, first of all, what good fucking aim yeah. to be able to hit that, like, just like without even thinking about it. And then to know that it's going to land exactly where you need it to land. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. But he goes ahead and he asks Richard, like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And he's kind of shocked, like, yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And as he's walking away to go and make sure that the soldiers are fine, he notices, Richard notices that um, Shijin is bleeding because the pipe hit him on like his back shoulder area. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a moment of Shijin showing like, I'll help anyone. I'll mm-hmm. protect anyone that needs it, no matter who the fuck you are, even if you're an annoying asshole. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Richard is thinking at that point. Like, you would think that he'd be like, oh, what an awesome guy. Yeah. I should probably back the fuck off and let them do what they need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you would think. Because <laughs> because the look on Richard's face, like, he's pretty dumbfounded. Uh-huh. But... Also, I kind of feel like he's thinking, okay, that was intense. Like, maybe I should mm-hmm. leave. Yeah, like, you almost fucking died. Yeah. But and, then, like, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But again, like, why is he in there? Like, No, yeah, because he's, like, in the fucking cave Yeah, part. yeah. Who the fuck let him in? <laughs> That's another thing. Like, why isn't there anybody out there, like, patrolling that area? He shouldn't have been in there. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Again, he's, I guess maybe the only thing I can, like, think of is that it's so hectic. But that it people is, aren't noticing. Yeah, but, or he's telling people, like, I'm the manager mm-hmm. of the plant, whatever. But at that point, like, he's in basically a fucking cave. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to be kind of roaming around the outside. Mm-hmm. but And this is an area yeah. that they've talked about as being, like, a danger zone Mm -hmm. you know like obviously that fucking thing just fell out of nowhere like Mm -hmm. it's not a safe environment they're trying to work quickly we don't want people that are safe and healthy and okay going back into danger when you don't know what you're doing i hate it oh it's okay this episode is hard to watch it really is it's definitely the most intense Mm -hmm. so then we cut back to million examining manager go again and Mm -hmm. he's telling her that he kind of understands that only one mm-hmm. of the two will make it out alive. And he seems like a really good dude. Like, he's talking about how he's thankful because he's gotten to lay down and look up at the sky yeah. for the past and couple the, of days. The, the camera pans to, like, uh-huh. the tiny bit of sky that he can see through all this concrete. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so sad. It's, it's really heartbreaking. <laughs> um, so, but... I guess with that conversation, like, you can kind of understand mm-hmm. that he's at peace. Because he also talks about how he he's had the opportunity to, like, earn money and send his kids to college. So it kind of seems like he's at a good place yeah. in life, I guess. So then <clears throat> Moyan goes to the impaled guy, who is miserable. <laughs> like, he keeps asking for more painkillers because it still hurts. And he's it, so quiet, I too. know. He's... Ugh. It hurts. Oh, and then he tells Moyan that he hasn't moved one bit. <laughs> like, oh god, guy. And he keeps asking if he's gonna die. And I don't know how Moyan can like mm-hmm. keep her cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so impressed with her in a lot of situations. Like, she's one of my new heroes. <laughs> um, but she tells him that he can't have more painkillers because if he goes to surgery, like he mm-hmm. can't have those. Yeah. So again, we're just kind of like laying more groundwork for the tough decision that. Moyan has to make. But then we cut back to Kim Kibum and Myungju during the sur- doing the surgery. And Myungju tells Kibum that um, when the guy wakes up to make sure that he buys Kibum a meal. <laughs> Basically because, like, he's saving him. Yeah. And I love his reaction. So he says, quote, are you saying that I'm saving a person? May I brag <laughs> to Sergeant, <laughs> Sergeant First Class So? And Myungju's response is also great. She's she says, quote, wait your turn because I'm going to first. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a really so great much. moment. 
That's like, nice to see that uh-huh. after all the sadness from the yeah. previous scene. I Ugh. think Bianju is low-key, like, really funny. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Her, yeah, her comeback. Her and Dr. Song, like, mm-hmm. sometimes they say stuff and you have to, like, think about it for a second and you're like, oh, And they're also, like, funny. she's also very serious when mm-hmm. she's saying it, too. Yeah. And so you're kind of like, wait, were you being funny or <laughs> are you for real? <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to Yewa basically forcing the reporters at the scene <laughs> to give blood. And they talk to her like they've seen her before, like they know her name. And while she's doing what she's doing, they they basically tell her that they want an interview with Dr. Daniel. And her English is pretty good, but her <laughs> accent's a little intense. And again, I'm not saying it to be a jerk, but I just like like the way she yeah. says, like, she enunciates things yeah. really interesting. I noticed that as well. And I also noticed that that British reporter pronounced it Uruk. 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 Yeah. Uruk. Uruk. So now we know. Okay. It's not Uruk. Uruk. <laughs> Uruk. Uruk. Okay. Let's go with that. Yeah. Then we have another cut, and Sebeyang is walking, I guess, trying to assess another situation, and he falls through the floor during an inspect during the inspection, and Kibum freaks out because he can hear it over the walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. and he, like, wants to, like, disconnect himself like take out the not iv i guess the needle for the uh-huh. blood and like run over to help so the young and then myungju like the boss she is tells <laughs> him to sit down unless he wants to kill a person <laughs> um and yeah so he like looks kind of bewildered and <laughs> just like yeah. sits back down like oh but again he just loves so the young so much so he looks conflicted i guess like mm-hmm. I, but i want to go be with my guy. <laughs> and Dayang ends up being fine, so it's cool. But Moyan and Myungju are both like really strong women. Yeah, under I like pressure. Seeing. Yeah. Absolutely. So then Shijin goes up to Moyan and asks her for her decision since the soldier's work has been wrapped up. And she kind of goes through her diagnosis of each patient with him. So he, you know, she tells him, like, well, manager, go. This will happen to him when we lift the thing up the impaled guy, these are, you know, all the risks involved, basically. And he tells her, like, okay, so what's your decision? Like, Mm -hmm. you let me know your medical opinion, like, tell me what to do. So then she turns the question back on him, like, well, what do you think we should do? (laughs) And at that point, he kind of, like, freaks out, or not, he doesn't, you know, like, throw a fit or anything, but he's like, no, 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 like, you don't get to ask me that question. I asked you that question yeah. because, like, according to emergency protocol, you're the doctor and you have to make that choice. And she says, like, you know, you have more experience. I don't know if I'm making the best decision. And he goes on this whole thing about, like, what they're doing isn't best. It's just solving problems in front of them. And he tells her that she's doing well, but you can't whine. Like, you need mm-hmm. to be a doctor and just, like, make a decision. Yeah. And so then they do this thing where she's like, okay the order of, like, operation is this. And then we cut to the impaled guy being, like, rushed into the OR. And Dr. Song helps Dr. King, and they, like, suit up, basically. And they start operating on him. And then we see manager go, like, basically in a body bag. Oh, it's it's so hard. It's, like, really sad. Yeah, you see him and a handful of other bodies just Mm -hmm. all kind of lined up and blood everywhere and it's it's really sad a lot of lives were lost and they're still struggling to help people like there's still a lot of people that could potentially die through this it's it's really tough mm-hmm. and then they have the whole chalkboard with the number of injured and the number of dead and it's, mm-hmm. it's a big mess um at this point dr daniel comes out of the or and finds uh how do i pronounce this yewa yewa i think okay he, i'll go with that he finds <laughs> yewa and they fix a broken clock. And they've shown this clock on the ground broken earlier. I'm not sure what the significance of it is. Why the clock was shown multiple times and why they're fixing it together. I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like this is this is the moment when, like, quote unquote, time stopped and mm. all of this trauma happened. Mm-hmm. 
it may be like the symbolism of him getting the clock working is like it's okay like, now they can start we're moving, moving on. on. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the surgery that Myungju performed was a success. And then we cut to the jerky commander, the one who really just cares about moving up in his position. He comes to relieve the alpha team and um, the other soldiers. Um, and he has more people to kind of help out so everyone else can take a break because they've all mm-hmm. been working nonstop. They haven't really been eating. They're all super tired. Mm-hmm. Um, Sao Dae Young is giving eyes to Myung Ju in the car ride back to base. She's kind of looking off, very tired. Mm-hmm. And they're on opposite sides of the cart, and he's kind of just looking longingly at her. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we see Myung Ju's dad briefing Shijin's dad on the situation, and he's telling them everyone's safe. We're all doing okay. Um, and Shijin's dad looks a little bit uncomfortable as yeah. like why he's there and what's going on. And her dad is basically telling him like, he feels less scared about Myungju's safety knowing that Shijin is there. And her his dad is just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, I think it's funny because Shijin's dad throughout the whole thing is like, basically saying, I'm good. Like, the yeah. Myungju's dad was like, I just thought you'd want to know how your son is doing, basically. And <clears throat> I think Shijin's dad said something along the lines of like, no news is good news, right? <laughs> yeah. Like something like that. And he just he just looks kind of uncomfortable being there. Yeah, and he's basically just saying, like, <laughs> he's a soldier. Like, he's he, he does what he needs to do. Like, mm-hmm. his dad seems to understand, but Myungju's dad is, like, talking kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And, like, talking almost, like, around things. Like, not really getting at what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts telling him that he cherishes, cherishes Shijin and he thinks he can become a general one day. And his own dad is kind of just like, I don't think he can. <laughs> yeah, like, he's like, I don't know. He's yeah. kind of a troublemaker. Yeah. Which I don't know if that was also him just kind of like, I don't know, again, uncomfortable in mm-hmm. a situation. Like, this other older man telling the father, I don't know, it's it's an interesting moment. Yeah, because it's it, you can kind of tell, like, that I'm sure Shijin's dad knows that, mm-hmm. like, Myungju's dad wants them two to yeah. be married. And, like, in Korea, arranged marriages or, like, semi-arranged mm-hmm. marriages are still, I guess, kind of common. At least in dramas they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming, like, that's what Myungju's dad is, like, kind of trying to do. But it kind of seems like <clears throat> Shijin's dad is like, okay, dude, like, He's not really whatever. interested <laughs> mm-hmm. in that or what... Shijin's relationship is with her or anyone else. Yeah. Then we see the douchebag chairman. Um, he's mm-hmm. briefing the medical staff back in Korea and letting them know what the situation is and basically letting them know that everyone's safe. So Chihun's fiance, his baby mama, is looking like really relieved because previously she was crying. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would be too. Like, I would be really scared because they haven't been able to contact mm-hmm. them since the phone lines have been down. Um, and Chihun's mom is there, and she looks, you know, really sweet and is kind of, like, tending to her. They ask when the medical team can come back, and he tells them that um, they won't be able to fly back until the airport has been, quote, normalized, which I guess means, like, up and running again. Mm-hmm. So then Chihun's mom goes after the chairman and tells him to get Chihun on the phone so they can talk to him. And the chairman tells her, like, well, the phones aren't up yet, so the only thing we can, like, the only way we can communicate is through a satellite phone on the base. And then so she yells at Yah at him and tells him that she contributed to the satellite, so she needs to be connected. <laughs> so this leads us to our say what moment. The Yah. I want to know what that means. Okay. So the subtitles translate it as hey which is like pretty much what it is but it's kind of a big deal that she yells like yeah at Mm -hmm. the um chairman because it's kind of seen as disrespectful Hmm. so like we've kind of talked about it before but in korea respect is like a really big deal and so 
even though she's older, like, he's a chairman, so his status as, like, a professional is mm-hmm. kind of, like, high, and he's supposed to, like, supposed to be kind of revered, I guess. Uh-huh. And so for this lady to just be like, hey, you, like, it's really disrespectful. Gotcha. Okay. And, but um, you'll, like, hear in other dramas or other things, people can just be like, yeah, like, stop. And that's kind of, like, more okay with friends. Yeah. Or, like, like, if you and I did that. Yeah. Like, and then um, I also read, like, you know, you can say, like, yeah, like, hey, just, mm-hmm. um, hey, you, <laughs> or, like, mm-hmm. what's up kind of a thing. Basically, it means hey, but the way it's used in different situations. Yeah, kind of, how you're how you're saying it, basically. Yeah, and the reason it's a big deal in this situation is because the mom is talking to a chairman, mm-hmm. and you don't you, you don't use that word when you're like speaking properly to people or people that are in quote like a higher yeah status than okay. you. Okay. So this brings us to the characters kind of explaining this. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I'll also say real quick yeah. with Yah, uh-huh. that's also like, I don't know if Alex can vouch for this also, but it's also like a Hispanic thing that yeah. I've noticed. Like, mm-hmm. Yah, stop. Yeah. <laughs> you're not saying really hey, but you're kind of just like, it's like a haul uh-huh. when Andrew makes fun of me for saying haul all the time. Yeah. But it's like a lot of times, like, like my mom will say that when she's annoyed with something that I was doing like when I was younger. Alex's like, mom does that too. She yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So that's like another weird thing. Me, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Mo Young's bestie is talking to Chi Hoon's fiance and she says that she can't believe that her mother in law said yeah <clears throat> to the chairman. Um so at that point Chi Hoon's fiance reveals that Chi Hoon's family is super fucking rich. <laughs> And that the land that the hospital is on belongs to Chihun. So then we can kind of see, like, okay, if we are doing, like, status things, Chihun's yeah. mom is, like, of a higher status than the chairman. Because yeah. she basically owns everything. Yeah. So she can't say yeah. <laughs> so I love Mo Young's friend's reaction because she kind of just, like, stops and looks up at Chihun's fiance and is like, Madam, I hope I haven't <laughs> done anything to upset you. And so, like, her calling her madam is, like, a really high form mm-hmm. of respect. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting that this didn't seem to come up in conversation ever. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that Lee Chi-hoon is super rich and comes from, like, a really wealthy background. I thought that was interesting. Um, <clears throat> and also, I guess, like, she's marrying into a good family. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. having the right kid, I guess. Yeah, like, I think everyone kind of knew that Chi-hoon was, like, spoiled. Yeah. But, like, not... They didn't know to what right. level. Yeah. yeah. And then, at that point, we actually cut to Chi-hoon, who's distressed because of all the deaths that he's been encountering. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting outside, and then um, Dr. Song comes, and he's he has cigarettes ready. And he asks if he's okay, and Lee Chi-hoon asks for a cigarette, and Dr. Song... Um, has some of the best dialogue where he says, what kind of doctor smokes? Quit. <laughs> with a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, with a whole packet, actually. Uh-huh. It's really funny. And I honestly feel like, though, in this situation, you and I would be lychee <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Complete fucking disasters, just mm-hmm. not able to handle anything. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to fucking handle that job. No. no. No, I don't want to. I don't even want to imagine what those people go through. Yeah, and I think, like, if you think back to Chi-Hoon, even just eating dinner with the team, like, he's used to structure and order, and... Yeah, he couldn't even handle sharing a bowl. (laughs) Yeah, so it it seems like he's probably a really good doctor, like, when he a patient comes in to see him, and, like, there's, you know, the structure, and he has time, but... Like the thinking when you're thrown into chaos, yeah, yeah, really bad. And at that point, the Medicube is still a fucking chaotic mess. Mm -hmm. And again, Richard is still a fucking asshole. I'm so sick of him. Mm -hmm. He finds his way into there, and he's being really combative to everyone. And he's demanding to see a doctor, even though there are people like wailing in pain all over that room. It's Mm -hmm. insane. Um, He tells them that he's feeling dizzy. Since he's been standing outside all day, he needs an IV, I need vitamins, blah, 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 blah. And it's so frustrating. And he's talking to the nurse, and he's telling her, like, find a doctor, find a doctor. Mm-hmm. And he also says something that is going to be our next say what candidate. What you say? Well, I'm just asking. Say what? 
Richard is like trying to lay down. He says, I go. <laughs> so I go is basically an expression, kind of how our like Spanglish speakers say, I mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I go is basically okay. I like, oh my God. Gotcha. Like, I go. So, yeah. And so you can see, like, I go kind of like how he does, like, oh my god, like, I need to lay down, like, I go. Okay. Or you okay. can be like, I go, you're so stupid, like, oh my god, you know, again, <laughs> okay, it's kind of like okay. the tone, but I would kind of translate it to Spanish as, like, the, I, okay. like, why are you, you know. I'm down with that phrase, okay. Yeah, I, I could use that, like, on a daily basis, because I say I all the time. Mm-hmm. No, you can add one. <laughs> yeah, now I have a different form, different way of expressing myself. Um, as he's saying all that stuff and annoying people, Nurse Hall comes in, and she gets on the radios. She's like, oh, okay, so you need, you need vitamins. I'll get you someone. And she phones into the radios asking if there's any doctors who are bored enough and don't have anything to do so they can come and help this guy. Because he must be blind since he can't see the state of all of the other patients around him. And he gets so pissed off. Mm -hmm. It's this big thing between the two of them. And she's just kind of like, okay, fuck you, whatever. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. I have things to do. And she and the other nurse just kind of walk away. Mm -hmm. And then he's trying to, like, go towards them. But then more soldiers are coming with more poor injured people mm-hmm. and so you can't get past them it's a really frustrating annoying moment yeah like i like that nurse ha throws stuff back in his face like yeah. he says something along the lines of like her talking informally to mm-hmm. him and she's like will you talk informally to me first yeah yeah she is not afraid another woman who just mm-hmm. doesn't fucking back down i like that yeah me too oh and then we also finally get to see or i finally Got to hear the young nurse's mm-hmm. name. It's Nurse Choi. Nurse so. Choi, yay! Hi, nurse, nurse Choi. Yeah, so now we don't. We can stop calling her young nurse. <laughs> <laughs> nurse Choi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we cut back to um, Dae Young and Shijin, and they're outside the, I guess, dining hall area, and they're trying to talk the logistics of food. And basically, they don't have enough to feed everyone because I guess they didn't prepare, like, enough rations for hundreds or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, for a disaster. Like yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So then the Coyote Ugly bartender girl comes <laughs> by in a big truck, and they have sandwiches, which I think look super good. Yeah, they look like Subway sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Look like some tasty Wrapped subs. in foil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, they're just in a box, which I think is kind of interesting. But and whatever. they're, like, half shown also, like, mm-hmm. half open. I guess just so we can know that they're sandwiches. Yeah. Also, like, why? Anyway. Yeah, I was also thinking, like, only three boxes? (laughs) But then they open them up and it feels Mm -hmm. like a thousand. (laughs) Yeah. So she says that they brought enough for a hundred people for now. And Dayoung says that she's the best, again, all in English. And she just (laughs) says that they will buy her a hundred drinks, all on Sergeant So. And I'm like, classic Shijin. And then he tells So Dayoung, like, I got my pay cut, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan's face is like the best during. Yeah, he's all giving of him this. some side eye, like, what? what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so then we see the soldiers sitting on the ground eating their sandwiches while like kind of massaging themselves <laughs> and rubbing their feet. I think this was another moment where Alex was like, ew. <laughs> yeah, again, my boyfriend has like a foot phobia, like, he hates feet. And he's like, why are they touching their dirty feet while eating? <laughs> Which they are. Like, they're, yeah. they're dirty. Like, it's rough. But also, at that point, I'm like, they've been, they've had probably the hardest day of their yeah. lives so far. Let so, them rub those feet. Yeah. So, Shijin addresses them and tells them that they'll be back at the site again tomorrow. So, basically, eat and go to sleep. Don't stay up and think about what they saw today, just forget what happened and follow his commands. And then we see Young washing up and Myungju comes and helps him. Like, she pats him mm-hmm. with a towel and um, she asks if he came by his own will or if it was a command from her father. And he says he came because he knew that they needed the most capable soldiers, which is pretty much a non-answer. <laughs> And she says that she doesn't like it when he takes her dad's side. And then she asks what he would have done if she had been hurt. And he tells her that he would have regretted all the times he walked away. And then he goes in and gives her, like, another great hug. Yeah, and that's after she says something like, and you're just standing there? 
Mm-hmm. Like you, you feel this way, but you're just gonna stand there and look at oh, me, yeah. and then he like pulls her in real tight. Oh, oh chills! I love and that. it's such a long hug, like it's just mm-hmm. it's stuck on them forever. And I like when the camera like does different angles and like multiple oh, yeah. times of him grabbing her. <laughs> it was a nice hug and very very satisfying. A mm-hmm. nice moment, definitely. Um, at this point, Nurse Ha is manually sterilizing the equipment that they've been using. And Dr. Song comes, and he's very sweet in this moment, and he starts taking the tools and doing it for her. And she's like, no, this is my job. And he's like, no, I'm going to do this for you. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And he he starts reminding her, like, I told you. We should have run away the first time I said it. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, here we are. We're in this fucking mess. Like, we should have just gone together. Mm-hmm. And then he's telling her that he wishes he had a wife and kids to use as an excuse to run off. And she uh, basically says, like, he should have had them. Like, and what, what have you been doing? Yeah, like, why why are you here now without any? Mm-hmm. And he kind of turns it back on her saying, well, like, what about you? Mm-hmm. And she kind of just looks at him like, mm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And then out of nowhere, he gives he's, he like gives her a number, and I can't think of it right now. It's like 10-something. I think it's 10-30. Yeah, he's like, 10-30, say that. And she's mm-hmm. like, 10-30, what about it? And he's mm-hmm. like, that's the password to my computer. Go into my like computer if I die and delete a file mm-hmm. called Wild Bird. And she's just like, what is it? <laughs> and he doesn't tell her. And automatically she's like, you dirty, dirty man, delete it now. <laughs> and he's like, no, not until I die. And he starts running away from her. Mm-hmm. It's this really funny and weird and kind of uncomfortable moment. Because mm-hmm. he's like, from 10s to 30s? <laughs> so ugly Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know like what on earth prompted him to tell her that Mm -hmm. such a weird moment but i enjoyed it yeah he's funny um the medical team goes on their rounds and we get to see all of the patients that they've been working on and kind of seeing how they're doing moyan ends up seeing the guy who gave her his boots and she kind of just walks up to him takes off the boots and hands them back to him she thanks him for it and they have a nice cute smile moment Mm -hmm. um then she goes outside where they have like the list of names and everything and they have candles and photos and stuff she lights her little sponsored candle and then um Shijin kind of, she walks away and Shijin just like perfectly walks on the other side mm-hmm. of that, um, that, uh, chalkboard and he's mm-hmm. watching her. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Like you don't see him at all. He's thinly hiding behind <laughs> this chalkboard. Such a weird moment. It's uh-huh. almost like a Michael Myers Halloween moment. Exactly. Where, like, it's supposed to play like as sweet. I think yeah. like, he's kind of watching over her, but I'm like. Dude. And it's dark too. Yeah, He's like, like the shadowy figure. Serial killer. <laughs> yeah. But at that point, her back is turned to him. And she, like, oh God, it flashes back mm-hmm. to when she was first on the site. And you're seeing all of those workers mm-hmm. doing their daily business. You see the pregnant woman, you mm-hmm. see the manager, you see the, the sleepy guy, you're, you're seeing the guy who was impaled, all these different mm-hmm. people. And she's just thinking about her interaction with them. And then she just starts fucking breaking down. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, I think this, like, is a callback to when she tells Shijin, like, I have a really good memory. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? And mm-hmm. she's like, so, like, don't do anything memorable or something. Yeah. And so I think this is us, like, seeing, like, her super good memory yeah. at work because she can, All these like, faces. She takes it all in. It's, like, all very <clears throat> personal to her. Yeah. Yeah, it's really heartbreaking. <laughs> so we see uh, Moyan, you know, crying mm-hmm. off to the side, and Shijin kind of looks like he wants to go up to her. Yeah. But then another soldier comes up to Shijin and asks if he needs anything else, and Shijin's like, no, I'm good. And then the soldier points out, like, hey, your shoulder's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Shijin asks, like, oh, can you take care of it for me? And then, like, he takes off his vest thing, and he's like, Dude, you need stitches. Like, how are how are you like enduring all this? Yeah. And Shijin's like, oh, that makes sense. It really hurt. And then um, the guy tells Shijin like, I think you need to go to like the medical tent or whatever. And so then Moyang comes up again, like fucking creepy. And she comes <laughs> up and's like, she says like, I got this. Like, mm-hmm. I'll help you. So then she's giving him stitches and they're talking. And again, if you think about it, like this is, you know 
besides the her having to decide who to save, like, mm-hmm. this is one of the first times they've been able to have a conversation, like, yeah. since he left. And a conversation that's not necessarily about the disaster at hand. Yeah. It's just the two of them. Mm-hmm. So she lets him know that she's okay, and he tells her that he's glad that she's there with him to fight, and she says, you too. So then he apologizes for being mean to her, which I don't even think he was that mean to her. Yeah. Like, he's been meaner yeah. before, and not apologize, but whatever. Um, so he tells her that he wants her to be okay, and then they kind of have a back and forth because he he basically is, like, trying to comfort her, and she's like, dude... I'm okay. Like, he's not really good at comforting her, Yeah. And she tells him, like, you should do something you're good at, which is joking. Like, make me laugh. And so he tries to do that, but I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. So then we get to what he really wants to say, which is that he really missed her. And that no matter what he did, he kept thinking of her. And then the You Are My Everything song plays. (laughs) And we're at the end of the app. And it's just like, go! Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what I've been waiting for. Like, I just want them to be together. And they're not looking at each other either because she's, like, stitching him. Oh, yeah. So he's, like, looking away, Mm -hmm. telling her how he feels and Mm -hmm. how much he missed her and stuff. And she's behind him just listening to this, just kind of shocked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think it's nice because obviously we'd seen, like, Moyan really miss Shijin. Mm Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we had seen she didn't kind of miss Moyan back in Korea, but we also saw him, like, actively trying to forget her. Yeah. And I like how he kind of, like, lays it all out again. Yeah, yeah. And is just vulnerable and, like, no, I really missed you. Like, I can't stop thinking about you. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. So, we don't really have any fashion moments because yeah. um, everyone is basically wearing the same outfits as last episode, except now they're bloody. <laughs> So <laughs> bloody and torn and full of dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for my I love you moment. I love you. I love you. I will always love you. I love you. It has to be the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't is so serious. Like I think in other moments. I think I love you moments. He kind of been not joking, but kind mm-hmm. of like cute and silly. Yeah. Like, being more charming. Mm-hmm. Whereas now he's, like, being super vulnerable and, like, mm-hmm. this is me. This These is are how my I feelings. really feel. Yeah. So. And All then- joking aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that, definitely. Um, I would also say as, like, a different type of I love you, mm-hmm. I really like the moment um, where Sada Young falls and both Kim Ki-bom and Myung-ju have this feeling of concern mm-hmm. and then relief at the same time when they find out he's okay. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was an interesting moment of two forms of love for a person. Mm-hmm. Like you have one boy who's in love with this guy, like looking up to him like a big brother, you know, mm-hmm. and like he really cares about him. And then you have this girl who's completely in love with this man, you know, mm-hmm. so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And then I guess we'll give an honor, like honorable mention to Nurse Ha. And Dr. Song, yes, as always. Always, always. They're so cute. They're they're great. Great chemistry there. Definitely. <clears throat> so, do you have any last thoughts, predictions, or things you're looking forward to for episode eight? Um, for episode eight, I hope to see that guy wake up. Mm-hmm. The one that they saved that was impaled. I want to see him like talking, maybe less in pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to know if Richard will finally fuck off. <laughs> I'm sick of him. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my two big ones right now. <laughs> Definitely. So, episode eight will be halfway through the series. Yay! Which is pretty crazy. Exciting time. It's been pretty intense so far. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, I still don't know what's happening with the fucking, like, mob dude, the crime boss guy. Yeah. What's happening there. Yeah. I don't know. The show, I think it's interesting because it kind of, like, throws you a nugget of something yeah. and then it kind of is like just think about that for a while and then yeah and we have like two episodes here with this disaster mm-hmm. going on it makes you forget about that crime boss and you're like wait a minute that mm-hmm. guy's a thing and what about blackie is blackie okay <laughs> where's blackie yeah okay so i guess that'll do it for us today uh please follow us on social media we are at okay drama pod on twitter okay drama podcast on instagram and we also made a Facebook page, Woo! so it's OK Drama Podcast on Facebook. 
And you can email us your corrections, thoughts, feelings, whatever questions at okdramapodcast at gmail.com. And watch episode eight. Um, I We watch it on Viki, but you can watch it on mm-hmm. Hulu, Cocoa. I think you can get it on Amazon Prime, like mm. buying it. So whatever floats your boat. So watch episode eight, and we will talk to you next Monday. Bye! Bye.